Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 364 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is a weekly 15-minute recruiting education podcast and is part of the Recruit Me education business. My name is Brent Hanks, and I am the owner and CEO of Recruit Me. Recruit Me's goal is to provide you, whether you are a potential student-athlete or the parent of a potential student-athlete, with as many free and inexpensive recruiting resources as possible. You can find the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app. And a new episode hits every Tuesday. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is the world's longest-running recruiting education podcast. Other resources that RecruitMe provides are the free Recruiting Power Pack, which is available on the recruit-me.com website. You get a download with the first steps to an athletic scholarship, an audio file about how to use videos, and a free player profile template. Just sign up on the recruit-me.com homepage. Also, you can sign up for the free Recruit Me monthly newsletter that gives you monthly recruiting tips, advice, and links to last month's The Athletic Scholarship Podcast episodes. The Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System gives you a 200-plus page manual and workbook to take you step-by-step through your personalized recruiting journey. You can get the Recruit Me 3.0 system for only $39. You will get the seven steps to an athletic scholarship and much, much more. Step one, select the right schools to contact. Step two, write a great introductory email. Step three, create your one-page player profile. Step four, build your own recruiting questionnaire. Step five, track your communications. Step six, send one-page updates. And step seven, make your school choice wisely. Go to recruit-me.com to get your recruiting plan today. As you heard in the podcast introduction, I have two sons. Parker, my oldest son, just finished playing college baseball and has graduated with both his undergraduate degree and his year-long master's degree. Sutton, my younger son, just finished his freshman year of college and is gearing up for his sophomore year of both classes and baseball. So Recruit Me and the Athletic Scholarship Podcast not only has a goal to help you get yourself recruited, but both also want to provide you information to help you prepare and survive your four to five years of both college academics and athletics. As I say in just about every episode, if there are 1,000 prospective student-athletes, then there will be 1,000 different recruiting journeys. And I want to prep you to understand that there is not just one perfect magic pill or trick that will get you recruited easily. One of the past episodes of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, episode 322, is called The Perfect Worksheet to Find Your Perfect College. And it points out that there are no perfect recruiting tools or even a perfect college fit. Your goal is to find the best fit for your preferred college experience. With the plethora of choices in the college experience, I don't think that you will be able to check every box on your parameters list. Some adjustments and negotiations will need to be met at some point. With our family's experience with a college grad and a current college student-athlete, we have learned that concessions had to be made to make final decisions. So today's subject will focus on Parker's college experience and his thought process in making a decision to go to Northwestern University, and then some of the adversities that came up during his four years as a Wildcat. There are past episodes that walk you through Parker's actual recruitment and his high school career and summer baseball careers that led to ending up at Northwestern. 
Episodes 211 and 256 are interviews with Parker, and episode 215 is a good review. Go to recruit-me.com or your favorite podcast app to listen to these past episodes of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Also, Northwestern Athletics has been in the news recently as they fired both their head coach in football and head coach in baseball in a two-week period. I'm not going to get into much on the current state of affairs with Northwestern's firings, but these events made the subject pop into my head, and I wanted to reflect and point out how quickly changes can happen over a four-year college career. Parker first came across Northwestern at the end of his summer between his junior and senior years of high school after competing for two summers in a week-long tournament, the Junior Sunbelt Tournament in McAllister, Oklahoma. Parker and some of his Team Missouri teammates then went on to play in a showcase in Joliet, Illinois. Joliet is about one and a half hour, depending on traffic, from Northwestern's campus. It is southwest of downtown Chicago and Northwestern and Evanston, Illinois. Evanston sits on the north side of downtown Chicago, right on the bank of Lake Michigan. Parker had come off a very successful high school junior spring and summer seasons. As a left-handed pitcher, he posted a high school record of 8-0 with a .6 ERA and captured his Conference Pitcher of the Year honor. He continued his success on the mound with his high school summer team and on the junior Sunbelt team. He was named Pitcher of the Week as Team Missouri took the championship at the Junior Sun Belt. Parker was contacting and talking to coaches at the NCAA Division III, Division II, and Division I levels. His parameters he laid down were to stay three to five hours from home and go to a high academic school. So the first adjustment Parker made in looking at Northwestern was to lengthen his parameters on how far away from home he wanted to go. He sent his introductory emails to schools that were around the Chicago area. And those schools ended up being six to nine hours away from home. He sent to Northwestern, University of Illinois, Chicago, Iowa, Illinois, and Northern Illinois. In the introductory emails, he introduced himself, sent out videos, and invited the coaches to contact him and the coaches for the showcase. And he invited them to come to the showcase. A couple of coaches responded, and Northwestern's pitching coach asked Parker to fill out their online recruiting questionnaire. And then he set up with the showcase coach to come and watch Parker pitch. Parker pitched on the second day of the Wednesday-Thursday showcase. Parker pitched well on that Thursday afternoon as Coach Reynolds, the Northwestern pitching coach, came and watched. Coach Reynolds contacted Parker's showcase coach and asked him to have Parker contact him after the second game. Parker then called Coach Reynolds and we made arrangements for us to visit the campus on Friday morning, which was the next day. So at the hotel that night... We as a family did a lot of research on Northwestern and the Wildcat baseball team and the coaches and the roster. Getting on campus, visiting personally with a coach, and doing research on both the school and the athletic department made a big adjustment in Parker's recruitment. Within a two-week period, Northwestern had made Parker an offer, and Parker made a decision to attend Northwestern after his senior year of high school. Northwestern's head coach, Spencer Allen, had been the Wildcats' head coach since 2015. Coach Reynolds came on as the pitching coach in 2016, and the offensive coach, Dustin Napoleon, also joined in 2016. So the program was infused with a new regime and had just opened a new baseball field that was next to the football, basketball, and softball facilities. Also, a new $250 million sports training facility was being built and would be open as Parker entered campus. A new locker room, a new dorm, and a new indoor baseball-softball training facility were either open or were opening as Parker played his four years there. Coach Allen had led the baseball team to the Big Ten Conference Tournament and to the Conference Finals in 2017. 
Coach Allen was recruiting players more nationally than they previously had, and Parker's recruiting class consisted of seven recruits, all from different states. Illinois, Missouri, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Texas, California, and Georgia. And those seven gave the Wildcats a formidable class. Some of the attractive things Northwestern brought to the table for Parker were, number one, the education level. Then the coaches the new and updated facilities, the opportunity to play in the Big Ten Conference, the travel, the opportunity to play his freshman year. Because Northwestern only carried 27 players when the NCAA limit at that time was 35 players, and his roster fit as a left-handed pitcher was was a good fit. Most NCAA Division I coaches had told Parker that he didn't throw hard enough for the Division I level and wanted him to be able to throw 85 or 86 miles an hour in high school. Parker topped out at 83 miles an hour on his fastball in high school, but his changeup and two-seam fastball movement was his strength, and he was also a strike thrower. Coach Reynolds, the pitching coach, told Parker that it was his job as a coach to get him to 87 or 88 as he progressed through his seasons. Parker eventually topped out at 91 miles an hour his senior year. Some of the possible detractors or some things that Parker and our family had to consider was number one, the cost. Parker was offered a preferred walk-on with zero athletic scholarship money but a four-year spot on the team, barring bad grades or bad conduct. Plus, Northwestern offers zero academic scholarship money, and we did not qualify for need-based scholarship assistance. So this was the most expensive option he had been presented. Also, the baseball program hadn't been real successful throughout the years, so the chance of making the NCAA tournament was a reach. Actually, the team's lack of overall success helped Parker to make the team and get to play a lot his freshman year. Also, the cold weather was a factor. And was it cold? They didn't play a home game each year for the first month and a half into mid-March because of the weather. And when the Cats did play at home or at conference games, it was normally cold, 45 to 50 degrees at the most. Notice a majority of NCAA World Series teams come from southern states. So here are some of Parker's adjustments, both mentally and physically, and it started with the Northwestern weather. To start the season all four years, the team had very few practices outside, and most seasons started out not well. Five and nine his freshman year, two and ten his senior year. Then two seasons were affected by COVID and started out six and seven and nine and five. The nine and five season started for the Big Ten one month later than normal and only against Big Ten teams. So I mentioned COVID. Parker had one season without the COVID effect his freshman year. Then his sophomore year, they only played 13 games, and the season was canceled. Student-athletes all over the country, both in high school and college, were negatively affected, not just for that season, but still to this day. Parker actually moved home from college. He actually had a room in a brand-new dorm at, at Northwestern. Then he didn't step into an actual classroom for a year and a half. One of the main reasons to go to college is to be in class with professors, teachers, and other students. Those interactions are a key to education. Parker then got to move back to Evanston in the fall of his junior year, and he and two teammates found a great house just off campus to rent. But classes were mainly online, and he did have an internship online, and baseball could work out in small groups throughout the fall. So no real fall practices or games. Then when they got back to campus after Christmas, we found out that the Big Ten Conference was questioning even having a spring season. So after his sophomore shutdown, no seated classes for a year and a half, and almost a lockdown in their house as they tried to train and study, the best thing that the Big Ten could do, not the school, was to start the season late and to play only conference games. 
not a great plan. The season that starts normally around February 14th didn't start until March 5th. And again, they only had Big Ten Conference games with zero midweek games. And they announced that there would be no Big Ten Conference tournament. This schedule made it really tough on pitchers as each game had more stress involved. And there were no midweeks to help out the younger pitchers and batters get some good experience. Parker's pitching innings dropped dramatically because of this scheduling. Plus, in a good way, was that our starting pitching was really solid all year. And that gave less relief appearances. Because Parker would warm up in the bullpen to prepare to come in games, maybe too often, he ended up developing a stress fracture in his elbow at the end of the year that affected him into his senior year. It was a fun season with many highlights, but it had some impactful repercussions on the team. Some injuries and a COVID outbreak after a bus trip series to Iowa took, took out two weekend series out of the season and left the Cats shorthanded against Nebraska when they did come back with only enough pitchers to play two games instead of the normal three. Parents and fans got to go to some of the games, depending on the state and campus COVID rules. Many of the trips, we couldn't even take our sons out to eat or visit with them in the hotel. Mama Bears were not happy. But we all, players, parents, and coaches, made adjustments. We made the best of the circumstances. Like I said earlier, the brains out at the Big Ten Conference did not schedule a conference tournament. And that not only affected Northwestern, but all the schools in the Big Ten by giving them less of a chance to make the NCAA tournament. The Wildcats finished the COVID-affected season 15-21 and in all conference games for the season. There were many highs and lows for the team under the weird conditions all through the year. After two strange years, Parker's head coach announced that he was resigning to spend time with his family, his wife, and two small kids. So they named Parker's pitching coach, Coach Reynolds, as the interim head coach. Coach Allen's leaving was a shock, but understandable, and Coach Reynolds being named the head coach for Parker's senior year was a relief. Also, the Northwestern Athletic Director took the ACC commissioner job, and I'm not sure if that had anything to do with the change. As Parker entered his senior year, he was having some occasional pain in his elbow, and as practice started, he was doing rehab on a small stress fracture in his left elbow. So Parker had to miss all the games in February and March. He missed the first 20 games, but since he was still traveling with the team, Sutton and I traveled to University Alabama-Birmingham series. Lori and I went to Santa Clara, and I drove to Cincinnati and to Southern Illinois University. Lori went to the opening weekend of the Big Ten Conference games in Indiana, and Parker got to pitch in the third game of the series to help in a 13-6 win. Parker went on to get relief innings throughout the rest of the year. Parker picked up his only save of his career in his last appearance of his college career. He came in to get the last out after our starter went eight and two-thirds innings against the University of Minnesota. Parker finished his college career with a 6-6 six six win-loss record and one save. He appeared in 34 games in two full seasons and two affected by COVID. The Cats dropped some games late in the season on his senior year that really hurt their conference record, and they finished with a 10-14 and 14 Big Ten record and tied with Indiana and Nebraska. By winning two out of three in Minnesota the last series, they were on the verge of making the Big Ten tournament by finishing in the top eight in the standings. But as luck would have it, Purdue and Maryland canceled their last game due to incoming weather that never happened. And Purdue never made up an earlier series, so they finished 9-12 and and made the Big Ten tournament. So in Parker's two years of being eligible to go to the Big Ten tournament, they missed it by a half a game his freshman year and whatever that mess was by the Big Ten his senior year. The main point of this episode is to show you how unpredictable a college experience can be. Parker's highs were starting nine games his freshman year, pitching versus Duke, 
BYU, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, Missouri, Maryland, Nebraska, Rutgers, Indiana, Penn State, Michigan State, Iowa, Ohio State, Purdue, and Minnesota. He made Big Ten Academic All-Conference all three years he was eligible and played with some great players and for some great coaches. Ten of his teammates are currently playing in the minor leagues now. He got to see the football team win two Big Ten Division championships. The men's and women's basketball teams did well. Field hockey won a national championship, and women's lacrosse were national champions also. Women's softball had a Final Four run, and the volleyball team was very good too. The downsides were losing a whole season, and by having the Big Ten screw up another season because of COVID. Not getting to go to a Big Ten tournament. Having arm trouble on and off during his four years. Having a head coach resign, and having the school's administration not hire an AD that cared about baseball. And then not hiring his interim coach to keep an upswing in the program. Overall, Parker's choice of his college experience, both athletically and academic, was a good one. Recruit Me and the Athletic Scholarship Podcast want you to find the best fit for you, but also want you to understand there is never a perfect fit, and you have to make adjustments for changes that you may not have control of. Let Recruit Me help you on your recruiting journey by going to recruit-me.com and taking advantage of the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System for only $39. Thank you for listening and join me next Tuesday for another 15 minutes of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. These episodes will change your athletic scholarship future.